I wake up every single day, I am who I say I am. And I get what I get because I live in B-Smoke. Stop being gazelle. You're not average. You're not even good. You were born to be great. What's going on, world? Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host, CJ, joined by my illustrious co-host, Dr. Eric Thomas and the Barbados sensation. Carl, fellas, how y'all doing? Oh, we good. We good. <laughs> other than the fact that he is, fell is asleep. Is the hip-hop preacher good? Yeah. I know he's been in the cold tub all morning. Yeah, other than the fact that he looked like he yeah. fell asleep that quick, he good. Did C do the introduction? He did it that quick. Oh, my bad. I promise oh, you, see, man. he really is just fell like asleep. like that today? No, I was knocked out, bro. I'm going to need some energy from him. Well, I, I looked up. I thought energy. he was playing at first, but he was knocked oh, out. no. Oh, that three o'clock telling oh, wow. on you. <laughs> well, let's hope we can get through the whole podcast with uh, with, with you conscious. Lord have mercy. Maybe you have to do this one on the treadmill. Yeah, I'll be right back. <laughs> right. Get up and start walking around the neighborhood. Yeah, I got man. you. Yeah, that's what we're going to do. Yep. I'm sorry. Cool, man. Well, no, let's jump right into it, man. Once again, thank you guys for joining us. Man, we rolling. I think we on, what, 20? 20, 21 Carl, now. 20, 21. 21. Oh, we, we legal. Yeah, yeah we legal yeah. now. We 21. So thank everybody for tuning in, everybody who tunes in every week and checks out the podcast, man. We appreciate you guys. I want to jump in into, uh, you know, straight into, as we always do every week, am I tripping or? And um, today, man, I want to know, am I tripping or am I getting old, man? And i give you two examples, right? So um, my little brother, Kale, some of you guys know him. He was on the My Right is Wrong uh, or my wrong is right. <laughs> you know bad. what I'm saying? Um, something is wrong, right. something is right. Yeah, <laughs> you know what right. I'm saying? You know, my wrong is right. On the on the Dr. Thomas album, he was the, the young man that had the verse on that album. And uh, he's staying with us for the summer. You know, my, it's obviously my wife, uh, Candace's little brother. And I'm like, man, so yesterday, you know, he had been here for a couple of days and I'm like, all right, cool. So yesterday, I like, I, I like after a call, I sat him down and I was like, look here, this is the rules of the summer. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, look, you're not going to be sitting around here without a schedule. I'm like, I need to see your schedule. I need to know what you're doing every second of the day. Okay, you interning with us at ETA, you interning with Patchwork. I'm like, I need a schedule outside of that. Like, I need to know what you're doing. You're not just going to be sitting around here listening to music, hanging out. Like, I want to know what your schedule is, what you plan on doing personal development-wise. And I'm sitting there the whole time like, am I sitting here telling him, like, he can't just be sitting around the house? Like, when did I become that? Like, I used to be the kid sitting around the house, and now here I am talking to him about, you know, making sure you're not sitting around the house. I'm like, here go the rules of the kitchen. Don't load my dishwasher crazy. You know what I'm saying? I'm sitting here like whoa, like you're that guy now? <laughs> and it just bugged me out, man. And I was like, man, am I getting old or... And then the other one was, guys, of course, Curry's back. And so last night I caught myself, I was like, man, I, I, I'm not very tired. You know, it's about 10 something. I'm like, okay, you know, I'm gonna try to catch some of this, right? Curry been putting on the show, he back from the injury. I'm like, yo, I'm gonna try to catch this first half just cause I wanna see, you know, how he looking. I promise y'all, I did not make it to the first timeout, and I was, oh, I was knocked out. First I'm talking about I had no clue I thought you was gonna say the until first I woke quarter. up this morning and cut on Sports Center. No, I'm talking about I didn't. No, no. Listen, I like I saw the first couple baskets, 
And then literally before the first time out, I was out of there. Woke up, maybe 1.30 TV or 1.45 TV was still on, <laughs> cut the TV off and fell back asleep. And I'm like, wow, like, yo, I remember back in the day, I would stay up for the 10.30 games, watch the whole game, and then watch Inside the NBA with Chuck, uh, Shaq, right and Ernie. After. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, nah, I can't even make it to the first time out. And I wanted to. It wasn't even like I was like, I ain't interested in this game. Like, yo, I really wanted to watch the game, and I was knocked out before the first time out. And I, I woke up like, wow, see, you getting old, bro. You sound like the old man, get off my grass to your little brother. <laughs> and now you can't stay up past the first time out in the NBA game. So am I tripping or am I getting old, guys? Uh, just, just accept it, man. You're getting old. Just accept it. Don't, well, don't fight well, it. at least you caught some of the game, though. I I didn't see any I'm like, of it. Yo, I'm, I'm seriously like, when did I get here? It's, it's, it's unbelievable. I'm 33 now. After the child. Like, this after is, this is incredible. After child. having a child and don't <laughs> let you go to sleep So at night. let me ask you this. What, what, give me some signs that you knew you were getting old. Like like maybe Carl, you, and then, you know, what what indicators do you have? I would like, run oh, in my okay, knees with her. You just the took mine. chicken I once was. Yeah, huh? he just took mine. I was going to say, this morning, see, so before it happened, literally, I, remember, I could tell you, it was like maybe two or three years ago. I remember walking up some stairs and I stepped and there was no knee there. And I had to grab for the handle real quick. And I'm like, you know, once in a while, that's all right. But it happened like three other times. And I'm like, okay, what's really going on? I promise you. So this morning, right. see, this morning I went to the gym with Ken. Ken and I have been working out the last couple of days. And Ken is like, yo, we're going to do legs. And I was like, yo, my knees are kind of weird. I'm going to try it. I promise you, I did one one squat with the bar, just the 45 bar, <laughs> and my knees was like, nope. <laughs> I went right back to the treadmill and walked for about two miles, and I was like, I'll see you when you get done, kid. I, yeah, I'm through. I'm through. Yeah, I promise you. That's wow. me, man. I promise you. I, I, I was like, yo, I felt my body. It was the craziest thing. I knew I was getting old. It's like, yo, I, I have legs. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you in your <laughs> teens, your 20s, you know, maybe in your early 30s, you're doing your thing. You can pl- see. You you play until the wheels fall off. You you like you yeah. like okay I beat y'all okay they beat us okay best out of three you know and then back. they win they all right best out of five you know what I'm saying before you know it you yeah. done, you've done a, a a full out uh, NBA finals in one day you know what I'm saying you <laughs> played the best of seven in one day Straight you know up. what I'm saying but now. Oh yep. man, and, and I used to fall asleep in the theater when I was a teenager, so that's not mine. But I promise oh, you, yeah, for sure. I run now. That, like I may only be able to do, you know, five or six miles two days in a row, and on that third day, my body like, yo, e, we're not doing that. Like we're not running today. Power walk. You, I'm talking about. Hey, I'm not even you, talking you power about walking with the one pound dumbbells. In yeah, your head. I'm not even talking about like at the mall. The old ladies would they would dust me. I'm talking about like a breeze power walk. You know, not not yeah, nothing fast. Yeah. Yeah. No, man, that's it, man. And uh, in terms of physical, I, I stopped hooping years ago, bro. Years ago, my knee swelled up one time the size of a grapefruit. And my wife was like, that's it. I couldn't do nothing for two weeks. I was like, baby, can you get the remote? She was like, you would never touch no a basketball court. Put it down. Tired. So I've been gave that up. But I think, you know, from, you know, a mindset standpoint, it was funny to me because I'm, you know, I had a couple, you know, three major surgeries, you know, football related injuries. So I'm like kind of used to being a little, you know, old physically. But yesterday, man, when I was sitting there telling my man, now, look, you ain't going to be sitting around the house doing nothing. I'm like, wow. Like, 
yo, when did I Mr. get to Quinny. be that? Mr. Quinn. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. I'm like, Lord have mercy. I'm straight Mr. Quinny. That's crazy. So y'all going to have to start calling me Carlos instead of CJ. You know, CJ was fun. You know what I'm saying? CJ yeah, like to have a good time, stay up late, watch the game, eat some Cheetos. Carlos is like, look, we're eating salad and we're going to bed by 10. <laughs> I'm like, unbelievable. Uh, yeah, arugula. You know what I'm saying? Kale. I'm uh, Kale smoothie for breakfast. I'm like, what in the devil? So, uh, no, nah, man, I, um, yeah, I, uh, I, I know. So I'm not tripping. I am getting old. Okay, good. We'll put that segment to bed then. But I want to shift gears a little bit, and I want to shift gears into something a little bit more serious. And I just, you know, honestly, I just really wanted to get you guys' opinion on it, you know, because, I don't know, it happened a few days ago, and I purposely didn't tell y'all because I wanted to wait until the podcast to kind of talk about it, and I wanted to get your insights. And I think I know a little bit of, you know, ease insight on it, and, you know, maybe, you know, some of Carl's, but I want to talk about it and really flesh it out, because I think it's something that we all deal with, especially those of us who live in the big city, um, you know, probably deal with it a little bit more. Actually, when I went back to Lansing, you know, the, the, the issue has kind of popped up there. And that's the issue. Well, let me just tell the story. So um, I, I go, I mean, this is, what's today, Thursday. I went Tuesday um, to the grocery store. I picked Trey up uh, from daycare and Candace wanted, I don't know, some chicken or something from uh, public. So I'm like, all right, cool. So she called me. Can you stop at the grocery store? I'm like, bet. So I stop, I park, and, you know, I'm carrying Trey into the grocery store, and this van rolls up next to me. And this is, a, you know, a, a black gentleman, probably around my age, maybe a little bit older. And, um, you know, in a van, you know, the van, you know, was, you know, kind of in bad shape, whatever. And he stops me. He's like, what's going on, bro? How you doing? I'm like, I'm doing good. How you doing? He's like, man, you know, I, I just really need a favor. He was like, um, you know, my baby needs some formula. He was like, I don't need any money or anything, but my baby needs some formula. And I was like, you know, I, I looked in the car and I saw, you know, what appeared to be maybe the, the baby's mother or his wife or whatever sitting in the passenger seat. And I glanced in the back seat and saw the car seat with the little baby in there. And of course, I'm like, yo, my man was like, I don't need any money, bro. I'm not trying to, I just need to, you know, feed my, my daughter or whatever. So I'm like, of course, I'm looking like, come on, let's go, you know? And so I went to, you know, we walked into Publix and I'm like, look, I got a lot of shopping to do. I got some other things to get. So let's just, you know, go cash you out and you can be on your way. So you don't got to wait on me. So um, we go get the formula. He picks out the formula and I wasn't even tripping. I'm like, get whatever you get, two, three, whatever you need. And, um, you know, so he picked it all up, you know what I'm saying? Went to the, we went to the checkout. He checked out. He was like, thanks, man. You know, I don't get paid till Friday and, you know, whatever. So, and he was on his way. And I was like, you know, I guess for me, one, I felt terrible because I'm like, man, like, yo, like, imagine being in a situation where you that desperate that you got to ask another grown man to pay for your stuff. And then I'm, I mean, I'm just feeling all kind of emotions. I'm just trying to be transparent. I'm looking at Trey. Trey got on like, you know, a, a polo, nice polo shirt, you know, his, his khaki shorts. He's got his LeBrons on and we don't have a care in the world. I'm going into the grocery store, not even thinking about, you know, how much money we're going to spend or, you know, what we're getting for dinner or whether, you know, Trey's going to eat. And of course, you guys know Candace is due in, you know, less than a month. And I'm looking like, man, my baby girl's going to be here soon. 
And it hit me and I was like, wow, like I got emotional as I'm walking around the grocery store. And I, I don't even think Trey, obviously Trey didn't know what was going on. He was kind of looking like, okay, why is this guy following us around the grocery store? But I was just like in a situation where I'm like, man. But then I thought about like, what is that thing that convicts you to do it? Because I'll be real. Like, you know, I'm in Atlanta. Like there's tons of people with signs on the side of the road. You know, tons of people who will come up to you and be like, hey, man, I just need five dollars real quick. You know, and I was thinking, like, what is that thing inside of you that tells you when you should and maybe when you shouldn't give? And I don't know if there's a time you shouldn't or a time you should, but I'm like, if you come up off the highway, you know, um, a, a bit down the road from my house, it, there's people there every single day with signs. And some, and I'm going to be real. Sometimes I give to them and sometimes I don't. Like, even if I have a couple dollars on me, sometimes... I, I don't know if I just don't feel convicted to do it, but I think that the people listening to this podcast, I think you've all, you know, kind of been in that same situation and you either do one or two things. You pull up at the light and you either ignore them and act like you don't see them and they're looking, you know, they staring a hole in the side of your head waiting to see what you're going to do. You either flip the window down and you hand them some money or you just act like you don't even see them. And I'm like, man, what is the proper balance? How do you know when to give, when, you know, when not to give? And then, you know, for real, crazy things run through your mind. Somebody come up, oh, man, I just need $5 to get something to eat. And you had that, oh, are they going to go buy drugs? Are they going to do this? And that's real. Like, I don't even want to be that dude that wants to think anything like that. But, you know, there is that possibility. Then, I don't know if you all ever seen it, but I've seen on like, maybe like Dateline or 2020 where like people hustling off of that, you know what I'm saying? Like going and buying video games and selling them and making, you know, a thousand dollars a day. And, you know, I don't, obviously that's not, you know, the yeah. rules, more of the exception. Yeah, well, that's a job too though. But for me, I'm sitting there and I'm like, yo, how do you know when to give and how much to give and, and what is the thought process that you guys go through when you're in that situation? And we're just talking about the people who are, you know, pet, what do they call it, panhandling or whatever, just like on the corner. You're not just talking about, in general, people who might call you and ask for money. Yeah, I mean, we can get into that, too. I would love to get into that. No, I would love to get into that. But right now, I'm talking about, you know, maybe homeless or panhandlers or, you know, like like my man who pulled up on me at the grocery store. Like, you Well, know you know, what it's mean? a sensitive subject for me, see, because I was homeless. You know, of so course, it's, a, it's a sensitive subject. So I think I probably go overboard just because I've been there, done that. You know what I'm saying? So uh, for me, you know, and again, this may not make sense, you know, to a lot of people that are listening, you know, but I do. Uh, I am very partial, see, uh, when it comes to men, mm -hmm. you know, I'm very partial because right. I'm like, you know, as far as I'm concerned, in some instances, if you're not handicapped, you know, if you are in a position to fill out a job application, you know, you're in a position right. to work. You know, uh, I am a little harder on males. You know, I kind of feel like, bro, if I got to get up every day at 3 o'clock in the morning and grind, you know, if I got to be on flights, driving all over the place, you know, if I have to do that and make those type of sacrifices, I don't think it's fair for me to have to do it. And then, and you know me on the GoFundMe, see? So, um, you know, I just don't feel like it's fair for me to have to grind and make good decisions and sacrifice spending time with my wife you know, uh, sacrifice, you know, being able to be there for all of the family stuff for my children, you know, because I got I got to grind. And then another person, all they have to do is stand on the corner, you know, and just hold up a sign. Like, I just don't think that's fair, you know. But I, like I said, there are times that I do it. But in my mind, see, my thing is, am I helping? And I kind of feel like if I'm not helping, right, right. if I'm enabling you, 
I'm not helping you. Like, mm-hmm. if I'm helping you and it's not helping you, then I'm not helping you. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of how I look at right. it. You know what I'm saying? Somebody be like, come on, what do you mean? I'm like, this for real. Like, my whole, my whole intent for giving you something is to empower you, you know, to help you to get from, like, like my man said, you know, my, I get paid on Friday. So I don't, I'm not going to be out here every day. I'm not going to be out here every month. But right now I'm having a very hard time. I'm, make, I'm in a transition. I, I do have a job. I do have work. But for whatever reason, I just don't, I can't make ends meet. But I'm trying. Oh, man, I got, I got you all day, every day. I got you, bro, because I want to be that bridge. I want to help you make that transition from point A to point B. Yeah, but how do you, but but here, and I'm going to be real with you. How do you know you, he telling the uh, truth? He practiced you know what I'm that saying? whole story. And I was like, oh, yeah. okay, what do you do? And my man was like, oh, I'm in the restaurant industry. I'm like. Okay, I'm not sure. I'm I just mean, saying, see, if, if I'm not means, giving you the I'm receipt like, and you really walking in with me and you getting, you know, um, formula, I'm, I, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to be that much of a judge, you know. But if you're right, gonna go right, in right. and you're gonna get the, I pay for it, I got the receipt. It ain't something you about to bring back, you know what I'm saying? And cash out. I'm buying you the formula. I'm cool with that. If you want a sandwich. And I'm taking you in the restaurant and buying you a sandwich and you eat the sandwich. I don't care is what you're saying, though. I don't want to give you this money if I'm believing that you're going to take this money and use it for drugs because I'm not helping you. I'm enabling you. So if I have a way right. of knowing you go, you're really about to get yourself something to eat, we're really about to go buy you some clothes. Like you said, you can need a suit to get a job. I'm going to take you to, um, you know, uh, a men's warehouse and I'm going to buy you the suit that I would want, the shirt that I would want, the tie that I would want, the shoes that I would want. Why, see? Because for all of us, in some type of way, somebody has done that for us. Somebody has been there for us on that level. You know, so I'm willing to do that. So, again, I just guess for me, if I'm helping you, then I want to help you. But if it's hurting you. Right. And I think, and I think in terms of helping, it was crazy because I was in a situation where, as we were walking around to the, you know, baby island to get the formula and stuff, I'm like kind of torn, like, okay, I'm going to buy this, but should I say something to my oh, yeah, man? Definitely. Should I, I say you know, something, see? try to encourage yeah, him, whatever? Yeah. And I'm going to be real. He, like, I didn't even do it. I would, you know, normally I'd be like, hey, man, you know, wherever, whatever you're going yeah. through, you got to work. Yeah. I'm like, but something in me was just like, yo, don't even say Not that. Even like, app, you see? Might you didn't even tell about the app? Or... You didn't say E.T. got an app out? Nah, I, I, I honestly, I didn't. And I didn't say anything to him. Like, I didn't try to give him any personal development help, anything. Cause, and I don't know why. Like, I just, I was, you were stunned. Maybe because I was, felt yeah, so bad. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. You stunned. That emotion got you. Yeah, no, it did. And I think, you know, I think this is something that we deal with on a regular basis and oh, just yes, knowing, yes. you know, how to do it and when to yes. do it. You know what I mean? And, and I was talking to Candace about it. You know, when I got home, you know, it was still on me. And, you know, I told her about the situation. And she was, of course, she like, oh, you did the right thing. Because in my mind, I'm like, okay, let's talk risk reward. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, at the at the very end yeah. of the day, yeah. the risk of me not doing it outweighs the yeah. reward of, of teaching my man a lesson or yeah. whatever. Because the risk is the baby go hungry tonight and I could have done something about it. You know what I mean? Like, nobody else tell my man yes for the rest of the night and the baby goes to bed hungry tonight. Like, I can't live with that on my conscience. Now, it's not my baby. You know, some people might say it's not my responsibility, and you're right, it's not. But but I guess what I'm trying to get at is, like, when is it your civic duty to do something about a situation? Because I think that's a situation we all find ourselves in. And so I'm sitting there, and all kind of things are going through my mind, but I just cashed out, I bought it, 
and, and you know, I let him be on his way. And so I just wonder, like, what that thing is that allows you to know when and when not to. E, you just said, you know, you tougher on men. And, and don't and don't get it twisted. That thought went through my right, head. Right, like, as we're walking right, to the baby right. aisle, I'm looking at my man like, bro, you my size, tall, big dude. I'm like, yo, you my size, you able body. You don't, you don't seem like you got any mental challenges, nothing. And you don't have any formula, you know, and you saying you don't get paid till Friday. This is Tuesday, bro. Like, you know, it, are you not managing your money right? Like, right, you know, no you doubt. probably need to figure out how no to make doubt. this stretch. No like, doubt. and I felt so bad. Like, I'm going to be real. Um, my wife was like, what, you know, what was his wife, you know, doing while he was at? I was like, man, she wouldn't even look at me. You know what I mean? Like, because, you know, I'm like right there at the car and his his wife or his girlfriend or whoever I'm talking about she was looking straight ahead and never even glanced in my direction. And I was like, wow, like, bro, Candace was like, look, I'm, I'm going to need my man not to even bring his girl. Like, you know what I'm saying? You, you got to do that on right, your own, absolutely. you I know, like, but yeah. you, just because for real, like you can imagine what she going through looking at my man saying, well, wow, he need his props though too. another grown he man. He need the props too though. I mean, like it's, it's, it's more believable, you know, with, with wifey the, with there, the wife with and the baby, the baby there, you uh-huh. know what I'm saying? So, so see, I, I'll yeah, be honest. Yeah, that's very true. Cause uh-huh. I, I ain't gonna lie. When I saw the baby seat yeah, in the back, and I, and well, let me ask you this. So, l- l- first, let me ask you, what would you have done in that situation, both of y'all? Exact same scenario. I just painted the whole picture. What would you have done? So, for, so he, he, for me, that situation, I, I definitely do exactly what you did. We going in the store together. We gonna buy it together. My wife literally banned me. So here's the hurdle for me. My wife literally banned me. So my philosophy is, see, and I used to be super judgmental before. Like I pull up on the corner of the street and I, I, I mean, I don't know if it's Lansing, but this dude's wearing some, some, some shoes that I'm like, yo, you're not broke with them shoes on. Like you stand at the corner asking me for money and your shoes look quite as kept better than what I'm wearing right now. So I used to be super judgmental, but I switched the game up and I'm like, you know what, Carl? You never gonna lose from giving. So I just dropped all the thing, and I promise you, if there's money in my pocket, I'd give it. My wife literally stopped me from having cash, cause I'd, I'd see, I'd give everything that I have away if I had cash on me. Like cash does not stay. I will not go through a day and keep twenty dollars in my pocket. Not that I'm spending it, but if somebody that needs something that's gonna come across, and that's just a f- philosophy I've adopted, because I'm like, yo, I'm watching the world for real. There's so many people hurt, and so many people going through stuff. Quite a skip. If you about to do something dumb with it. I might have helped you, and this is me, I might have helped you, but if I didn't, somebody else will. You're going to get what you're trying to get regardless if I help you or not. But I'm saying for where I am, where I, where I stand, where I want, to, want my kids to see me is somebody that's giving. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, like, yo, my man wasn't stingy. He's, his, his motives are trying to make sure people are all right, take care of people. But literally, my wife had to stop me from having cash because seriously, I'd just be like, yo, every corner I stop at, like my heart just goes out to him. Like I'm like, yo, I don't know what's going on in your life, but you out here. But anytime the situation is there where I can talk to you, like I remember one time we went to Philly and I, it was a trip. We went somewhere. Uh, my wife forgot like my son's toothbrush or something. So I just ran out. It's like 11 o'clock at night. I ran to like a CVS or somewhere around the corner, right at, I don't remember what it was. And, you know, looking for a toothbrush and I just came out. The ho- it's across the street from the hotel. So I'm running right back across the street and my man is walking by me. He's like, yo, I just need. And he told me the exact amount. And I don't know what it was, a dollar and something. So I was like, yo, why so specific? Like if I can talk to you and you can really explain to me and I'm believing it. And I'm sure there's con-, con artists out there all the time. 
But my man sat down and explained to me, like, look, here's what happened to me. And, like, we had a moment. We talked for about 30 minutes. It was one of them. We talked for about 30. I was like, yo, I'm giving you the money. Like, we could go back in the store and get what you. At first, I was there, like, yo, what you need? Like, I'll go in the store and get it. He like, I don't even want no money. Now. Like, like, I don't want nothing like that. I just need to get a uh, token for the train or whatever he needed. He's like, I need to get back to this shelter before midnight because um, if I don't, he's like, people, you know, they're lining up. So he's, if I don't get back there, yeah, they're going to close it. I can't get in. Like, I don't want to be. It, and it was. It wasn't dead winter, but I think it might have been, you know, like in November or something like that. So it was cold already. It was fall. So me and my man kicked it. And he was explaining to me, yo, my mom got sick and it just took everything from us. We lost the house. We lost everything. And she passed. And he's like, I haven't been able to bounce back. But my man was asking me for like a dollar and change, like exact, like a dollar and I don't know, 37 cent or something. I was like, y'all have it, but let's just walk back in the store. I'll get you, you know, that you need anything to drink, whatever. Like if I can talk to you, man, and just feel you out. Oh yeah, I'm 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 a sucker all day. You could have whatever I got on me, like for real. For yeah, real. no, I I hear you, and I think for me, you know, I have to, like I said, probably deal with it more than you guys just being in Atlanta. Oh, yeah, the city, Absolutely. Yeah, you know, sure. The thing, and, and the thing is, like when I, I came from Lansing, and I'll be honest, Lansing just got panhandlers I'm like about last yeah. week, maybe yeah. like three, four years ago, right? Like there never used to be any panhandlers in Lansing, so I was like city shock when I got when I first came to a big city. I, I, I literally, I was like hunting them down to give them money. And I think somewhere along the line, I did grow a bit callous to it, you know, and maybe not even paying attention. And then when, you know, this situation happened the other day, it just kind of like I had a reawakening of like, okay, what do you believe? And like, how do you decide, you know, and, and how do you decide when to, you know, be a blessing? And, you know, how have you gotten to you know, course to the point where now you don't even pay attention or it's not even that big a deal or you've become numb to it. You know, and I think what he said is real. I'm on the same tip. Like sometimes when I see like a grown man and you don't appear to have any physical ailments, I'm like, hey, you might have to get it on your own. You know what I mean? Or but when I on, on the contrary, when I see like an older lady right, who looks right. like, you know, oh, like she may have some physical challenges <laughs> or something always give you know what I mean and so I'm like wow like there's a lot of variables that go into it and I think everybody has that moment if you live in a, a bigger city or you ever been in that situation I think we've all had that moment and it's just crazy to me how the brain works and how many things actually go through our mind when we're actually put in that situation you know what I mean Yeah, when you live in Atlanta man I'm gonna be real see I was in the ATL and I, I was like I, I'm gonna have to get cash back you know what I'm saying? Like, only way I'm gonna be able to, you <laughs> right, know, only right. way I'm gonna be able to bless all these people is get cash back every time I go to the store because it it was like I was downtown and it was like every block in the middle of the block, you know, um, uh, San Diego, same way, San Diego, you know, downtown, man, I mean, packed. So there, there, um, uh, I was in what city was that? Is that um, Cincinnati? Was in Cincinnati. Same thing, Cincinnati, went to Alabama Fish, you know, right in that neighborhood. So I, I you know, and I'm a lot older than you guys. Oh, but yeah, we you're right. We did go. Yeah, yep, I remember I'm a lot that. older than you guys, yeah. man. But I, this is like a, a new epidemic. You know, that was something that was rare, you know, in the 70s, you know, the 80s. It was rare to see people out, you know, doing that. Um, but it has become, and y'all know, forgive me. And I know some people listen to the podcast, you know, please don't judge me. But I believe, uh, see, it's, it's, and I know it has a lot to do with the economy, uh, and you know. But I, I also think it has something to do with, you know, some people just not 
you know, willing to grind on certain levels. Like we live in a society now, see, like there are people who feel like there are things that are beneath them. You know, like certain jobs that they just like, I'm not going to work at McDonald's. You know, I'm not going to work, you know, at a retail store or whatever. I'm not going to whatever. I'm not going to do this. You know, and for me, I just see that we've gone from doing it on the corners now, see, to like stuff like GoFundMe. Like I remember when that kind of stuff was reserved for kids who were selling, you know, let's say cookies or trying to get a field trip. You know what I'm saying? basketball jerseys like now it's gotten to the point where you know there are people who want you to promote that like they have a business and they need to raise $150,000 to get their business off the you know what I'm saying like there are people who need college tuition you know and they're like I need college tuition and I don't know where it stops see I'm not trying to be the judge but I'm just saying it's not one or two go fund me now you know it's like every time I open up my computer you know or my Facebook messenger or my DM on Instagram, or my Twitter, it, you know, you, instant, it, it's always see somebody. Yeah, yeah, and I think there's something to that, E, because in some situations, I think a GoFundMe could be Absolutely. great. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, yo, you, you in the 11th grade, you're trying to go to study abroad, you a straight-A student, you know, and you, you know, you want your family and friends to be able to give, but I, I do think you're right in that there's an element of go get it you know, a, a spirit of go get it that's kind of taken out of the equation when you just had to set up an account online and be like, yo, everybody donate. Like, for real, there was a hustle and a grind that we had to go through in order oh, to get this routes, bro. off the ground. Cutting grass, you know shoveling I mean? snow, raking leaves. Like, it wasn't as easy. Like, we didn't grow up believing that you could just knock on somebody's door. Like, it's kids now to just knock on my door and ask for stuff. Like, when we was coming up, bro, the first thing wasn't ask somebody for what you need. The, the, right, right. You know what I'm saying? The first thing was, okay, is it winter? Shovel that snow. Is it fall? Rake those leaves. You know what I'm saying? Um, go buy groceries for somebody. And, grandma, man, we would be geeked for the change. You would be geeked to go to the grocery store for your grandma, for your aunt, or, or the local store and pick up a couple items and be able to keep the change. You know, and so, but now, see, it's a situation where it's like, not only am I asking you when I come off the freeway, I'm asking you, go fund me. You know, I'm, people are sending me, uh, it's the scams where Prince so-and-so, if you give me your social security number, they're going to send you. And it's just like, man, every time you open up your computer, every time I pick up my phone, somebody's soliciting. I gave the Cancer Society a couple dollars, and then the veterans called me, and then the police people called me. And, then the, and I'm not saying anybody's wrong, see, but I'm just saying when you're right. in a place financially where you can give, you almost get bombarded every day with 10 to 20 people soliciting you times seven because they calling on the weekends now. Oh, and, and, and they usually call right when Diddy take her oh, nap. Oh, right, right when she they? take her nap. All <laughs> ten of them call. I was on the phone with Eddie the other day, and them jokers called right when Diddy laid down. He was so hot, bruh. I, I wonder, E, if it speaks to him. We talked about it a little bit on the last, I think the last podcast, we were talking about, you know, the whole age of technology. Now, technology has changed. I mean, in, in, in essence, technology is a thing that's supposed to make stuff easier for, you know, you don't have to work. The industrial age is gone, whatever. But now, you know, with everything comes the good and the bad. So you got the ease of now, you know, you don't have to do snail mail. You can send a message instantly now. But then you also have the ease of being able to scam people easier by just, hey, send me an account and I'm going to send you money. So I'm just wondering if 
the what we're see, what, like which came yeah, first? Deep, did technology bro, bring the 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 this on, or did uh, uh, let's just say the kids came out lazier now just because to, you know what I'm saying? Which one came first? Do we just have lazy kids first, or you know this generation is just not as willing to work? Or is it just technology is ushering them into that? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Yeah, the mindset is just different, man. You see these kids now and like every like there was a time when it was like okay to be a struggling college student. Right. Like, yeah. yo, yeah. We, we ate peanut butter and jelly and Raymond noodles. Yeah. Like, yo, it just was what it was. But now like Instagram and Twitter, like everybody got to be doing well at all times. Yeah. I'm like, yo, nobody's struggling anymore. Mm. Like, so there's this facade that you have to put up. And there's these, you know, this this lifestyle image that you got to maintain. I'm like, yo, if you go to Instagram, I'm talking about everybody balling. I'm like, yo, nobody took a regular vacation. Like everybody right, went to Fiji. Right, 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 you know what I'm right, saying? I'm like, right. I don't know if you posting <laughs> pics from six years ago when you was there. If you posting them from yesterday, like, but I'm I'm saying there was a time when we respected the levels, when we respected the grind. Like, yo, I wasn't balling in college. Like I had to tell Kale, my little brother, all the time. He'd be like, ah oh, man, well, you know, I was kind of stressed out last week. I was having money issues. I'm I saying, stayed what? stressed out there. I, I should have been put in the uh, right. I'm like, money issues. I'm like, you in college and we pay your tuition, doggone it, and you got food to eat. What's the problem? Like, I'm, I'm not understanding what, what you mean by you got money issues in college. Like, yo, the first 30 to learn, the yeah. second 30 to yeah. earn. Yeah. Like, that was real yeah. when we taught you that. But now the, the kids don't understand that concept. Now, you taught us that a long time ago. You know what I mean? And I thought about it and I'm like, absolutely. The first 30, you learn everything you need to learn. You ain't going to be balling like that. But on that second 30, boom, you're going to start doing your earning. And now the kids is like, yo, I need this paper now. And I'm saying, okay, that's fine if you need this paper now. But what are you willing to do to get to it? You know what I mean? Like, there's not that same, like, for real. Yo, what we say, either change your habits or change your dreams. Like, you're in a position where you want, want, want. But what you're putting out doesn't match. I'm that talking one. about no side. My son, and, and again, I'm I'm not mad at him, but they downsized. So it was about three of them living in an apartment, you know, and they downsized, and you know, it's it's two now. First of all, I'm like, bro, you a junior. You went from the dorm to an apartment to another apartment. Like, you a junior. You haven't even been in the same spot. You know what I'm saying? Like, me and your mom probably stayed in one apartment with with roaches. For I don't know how long until we, I mean, see, we used to. Oh, uh, let me tell you, you he FaceTimed me the other day, y'all, from inside Jalen apartment. I thought he was in Dubai. <laughs> I was like, what in the, de I'm talking about like, this little joker got an apartment that's out of this and, world. And, and, I'm like, where, y'all got hardwood floors in an apartment, like hey, in a the college apartment? And I'm tripping on my man oh, because man, I remember me and Chris had the blue out apartment. We had carpet all through the whole thing. Me and Chris had a one bedroom apartment. Right. Like one bedroom. Right. I'm like, yo, we had, yo, I'm 6'3. I had a bed that was like probably the size of Trey and Jordan bed off in that Joker. Wow. And we shared a bedroom. Yeah, and he I'm hurt, see? In a raggedy first floor apartment. He hurt because he like his Jay got a lot. Like, he hurt because he like Jay got like exposed brick. He got like the big uh, uh, air vents running. Right, like what right. in the devil? And he hurt, see, because he like, okay, dad, my bedroom is small. I'm like, and? And? <laughs> so now he's like, okay, well, I don't have, because he got his bed on the floor, right? His bed is on the floor. He doesn't have like, he didn't have the box spring and whatever else he needed. Right. And so he called, you know, then he had, you know, he don't have a couch. So he called his mom. I told him, I'll break your neck if you call your mom. I will break your <laughs> neck. If you call my wife right, about, right. I said, kid, you live in a beautiful apartment. You drive oh, a nice car. I'm like, yo, 
when is enough enough? I said, look, you got to learn to be uncomfortable. I said, you know how many kids across the world would love to live? You know how many grown people would love to live in this apartment and just sleep on the mattress? You know, I'm like, go somewhere and sit down. I had to explain him, and I know him sound like you see, Mr. Thomas now, but I'm like, me and your mom oh, used yeah. to look for quarters, dimes, nickels, in our Ford Escort so we could have gas money. We used to take four quarters and go to a place called Lee's Chicken, and we didn't have money for chicken, but we'd buy the, um, the wedges. They came in a big box. Uh, we'd buy wedges for 99 cents, and we would split those sometimes yeah. for lunch or for dinner. And I'm like, yo, see, for real, I know they get mad at me. E.T., hardcore, you always calling us soft. I don't know the other word to use, C, but I just come from, I was raised that when you need something, you do everything in your power to make it happen, and then you ask for help. I was taught that you don't start for by asking. Right, it's the last resort. You don't ask right. people to do for you what you have not even tried to do for yourself. You, you know what I'm saying? I mm. learned that you do as much as you can for yourself, as much as that. So if you need $100 for something, you do all in your power to get that 100 and then when you knock on the door, you can say, um, excuse me, sir, um, I need $100 for my jerseys. At this point, I have worked for 75. Listen to me. See, not do you have $25. Do you have something I can do? Is there some work I can do right, to make up this last right. $25? Uh, that's how I was raised, see? Hmm. Right, right. It was funny, yeah, because that's what Kendall was saying. Kendall was like, back in the day, if you wanted some money, yo, we was washing your windows, we like taking care of your headlights, putting some tire shine on your car, and then just be like, any donation you want to give. But I'm going to do some work before I ask for anything. And now the first resort is to put your hand out. So so let me ask this, though, because I told Edith, see, at first I had the same reaction when I saw, you know, some of the shots from Jalen's apartment. Wow, that's beautiful. But then I told E, you know what it reminded me of? Mm -hmm. It reminded me of the house that you live hmm. in, E. Yeah, so, so absolutely. What, what, like, what's the expectation? Because there's a point in time. So I'm at, the question I'm asking is, are we doing an injustice to the kids, to this generation? Oh, absolutely. I believe to some extent. Now, I will say this because I want <laughs> people to uh, understand. Doing a terrible injustice. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. See, but I will, I will explain, though, you know, to those people, you know, because you want to give them some context. At the end of the day, where my son lives is not off campus, Carl. Right. So you're talking about the rent is substantially lower, even though the apartment is nice. He's no longer on campus, so automatically the rent goes, you know, it goes down, right? Uh, and then it's a lot cheaper for him to be off campus versus being on campus because if you're on campus, they automatically make you oh, buy this meal ridiculous meal plan, yeah, yeah. you know, that they're not even using. So, so, so in essence, it is actually cheaper for me to have him where he is um, you know, so, so that part works out for us, you know, and then what I try to do is I, I let them know. I'm like, look, that's a beautiful establishment that you're living in. It's new, Carl. Nobody's ever lived in there before. It's a new bill, right? Like I said, it's a little bit off campus, but this is what I, I shared with my son. This, you, you are going to get the apartment that you want, but you're going to make some sacrifices. So there's no cable, Carl, no cable TV, because that's a luxury. There's no couch. You want a couch? You buy a couch with your money you work for. There's no couch. There's no TV. I'm not buying you a box spring. I'm not buying you 
um, uh, whatever else goes with that, you, I'm not getting it for you. Don't call your mama. I'm not buying it. So you do have the apartment. I will make sure that you have food, right? We will make sure that you got your towels, your linen, but you are not going to, you're, you're not going to get it all. So by living off campus, you have saved me some money. You have saved me some money because you're not on the meal plan, you know, um, but at the same time, for me, for your meals, you're going to look after your sister for me when she needs some stuff. You're going to continue to look after your mother, you know, come by the house, you know, do some of the things around the house. So I don't think it's anything wrong with exposing my son or my daughter to the lifestyle that I want them to live. Here's the problem, Carl. I believe when you do for your children and you don't make them understand that you have to pay a price for this lifestyle. You can't, that nothing in life is free. You have to pay for it. And as long as they're paying, my son has a full-time job. He, work, he is a manager for the basketball program. That's a full-time job. He's in school. Now, I'm just going to be real. He like his daddy, so he ain't about to be summa cum laude or madden cum laude. But my thing is 2.0 or above, you, you, you need to pass all your classes. You need to give me a 2.5 to a 3.0. And you work, school is work, you work, for the, for the basketball program, unfortunately, they're not about to cash you out because that's the nature of that job. But as long as you got a full-time job and you're going to school, I will support you. But as long as you lose either one of those, school, you're not in school no more, <laughs> you support yourself, you don't have a job, you support yourself, kid. Yeah, that's that's huge. E. I'm so just what saying. you're saying is Trey and Jordan got to get a uh, job. Right. <laughs> at three uh, years old, at two. Yeah, I'm trying to get Trey to take his uh his, his plate to the trash. If we can get to that, <laughs> we're gonna be on a whole nother so, level and scrape the trash so, out. So hey, we'll we'll see. I got it. I got him working right now. He got to work for those gummy bears. See, I feel your transition, but give me two seconds. No, I was gonna say real quick. What he just did for me was because I always think about man, I want to do right by my kids. I want to expose them to the world but he just gave us the balance. You just gave us the balance. You do everything in your power, yes, to put them in the position. So parents, I need you to listen. You do everything in your power to put them in you know, the best environments, but you don't take away the, the, the work aspect. They still gotta be doing something along the way. Funny enough, and he did this for my son, see, I had, of course, we live close by, so Jordan got this little car that during the summer, he, you know, he just driving it around. I ain't gonna lie, my man at two years old, could pretty, he drive pretty decent. Yeah, yeah no doubt. So, no I, doubt. Maul had, need, Maul was over at ease and needed something. That's how I started. I was like, oh, Maul, I'm gonna have my man send it in a car, jokingly. So he came over, I just kind of walked like a distance behind him. I wanted to get his independence. So I'm like, hey, take this over to E's house for me. He drives over here, and I think he gave him a dollar or something like that. And I was like, whoa, like I ain't thinking about nothing. Like, yo, go take this and come right back. But he gave him a dollar. And I could see, again, he don't even understand what the dollar means. But at two years old, like I, he planted the seed in my man, like, yo, you can work and get a reward for it. And I, I promise you till this day, see, he's like, yo, is there anything you need me to do? He's already started asking me, like I had him do like little stuff, shred some paper for me, like just a little odd stuff. But that lesson of working, first and then getting a reward is something that your kids need to oh, have. Oh, we're working on it right now. So, yeah, no, Trey got a piggy bank, and it's funny. Like, I got a whole bunch of change that I just keep upstairs, me and his mom keep upstairs, and in order to get, he, I don't know what it is. He just, like, he loved putting money in the piggy bank, right? So it's funny because now we, we got to the point in the potty training where he's doing well, but every time, you know, he doesn't want to go, we like, all right, no money for your piggy bank. <laughs> and so he'll run over to the, to the potty and pee, 
just to get the money to put in the bank. So you're right. You do have to, you know, set out forth an incentive, but let them know, like, you're not getting paid if you don't do what you're supposed to do. do. Right. And so, you know, very early on, you're right. You're just instilling those lessons in them to like, yo, nothing's free. You have to work for everything. You know what I mean? So I feel y'all 100 percent. Let's um, Carl, you felt the transition that was accurate. It's right here. It's an accurate feeling. Um, I want to move into the world renowned uh, segment called Ask E.T. Uh, You guys sent in a bunch of questions. We got some funny questions this week, um, and I'll jump right into them. Of course, this is brought to you by ETA Grind Gear, redefining the grind one day at a time. Listeners to the podcast can take an extra 20% off at checkout by using the promo code SECRET2SUCCESS, SECRET2SUCCESS, and that's available exclusively at etinspires.com. Also want to, you know, keep the heads up. We're, what, a couple days, two days away now? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. we still got a a chance. If you know somebody in Phoenix, call them and tell them it's going to be off the chain. If you're in Phoenix, we look forward to seeing you there. We're going to have a great time this weekend. I'm looking forward to it. Um, Unfortunately for me, man, I got to be in and out. Y'all know we are only a couple with the countdown is officially on for Miss Avery. Uh, June 11th is the due date. We went to the doctor. They said everything is on schedule. My, my, my. I will be in and out of every event that we have from now on. My wife is not keen on me uh, staying an extra day to hang out. Uh, So I'll be in and out. But we are going to have an explosive day on Saturday. So get your tickets if you haven't done so already or let a friend know that we're going to be there. Uh, let's jump right into it. Josh in San Diego wants to know, and this is a crazy question, right? It's another one of those thought-provoking things. Does E.T. return the shopping cart to the station after he finishes mm. grocery shopping? If, if E.T. wife is with him, yes. <laughs> you, you said if, what? What was the answer? If E.T. wife is with him, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Every single time. So, so if Didi's not there, you just leave 50, the cart 50, next to the car? 50-50. 50-50. Yeah, Carl? Oh, I do it all the time. I do it, but selfish motor. Return it all the time. All even the in the time. winter, Carl, come even, on. Even in the winter. winter. Oh, so it's, yeah, it's yeah, some, yeah, Hey, it's the something winter. that me and my wife just started doing. I don't remember when, but you know, they had them older dudes working at Walmart. It was yep. one older dude, yep. and I saw him come out in winter one time. I was like, I'll never do that again. Like, I don't even like the, how that, yeah, that whole hookup, whatever they do, whatever. But I'm like, my wife and I like, yeah, we're not going to do that again. So, yeah, we just, yeah, we just started doing it, and we all always do it see always sometimes i promise you i'm talking myself through it like man you but yeah always do it <laughs> yo you know what's crazy for me it depends on how far i'm parked from the, the hookup right because sometimes i accidentally put trey in his car seat first and i'm like yeah i don't want to want actually i'm trying to blame him it just it even if i'm by myself sometimes if the car return station is way over there and nobody's looking I might hop in and skirt out. You know what I'm saying? It's peer pressure, though, if somebody looking or if somebody who worked there is out there getting carts. You're right, Carl. You're like, man, I can't do my man like that. But, um, you know, and, and he had a follow-up to that, right? And this is another thing. He said, also, uh, do you guys go through the line, uh, the 10 or, 10 or less line with more than 10 things? Oh, again, if my <laughs> wife is with me, no. If my wife is not with me, I don't care if I got 20. I go in the ten. Ah, I don't make me a difference. Yo, it's so funny. I promise you, I went through the line the other day with like forty-two things, and she was she ain't saying that, but she was looking at me like, "Now you know you're wrong." But you know what's crazy? I, for us, see now here, it's not even no a cashiers. lot of lines no more. It ain't no cashiers no yeah, more. You no got to do the self no checkout. We here. just have to go to self checkout for ev- mm, everywhere. Yeah, now. Publix don't. You, uh, let me tell you another reason. Publix on another level. They don't even have one. 
Yeah, they don't. You know what I'm saying? They don't even have a self checkout. You literally can't go through the self checkout at Publix, at least the one by my house. So yeah, no, Publix on another level. But the Kroger, now Kroger got all the self checkout lines wide open, and the one cashier they got, it's a line about a mile long. And uh, so yeah, you. The only thing about self checkout that's crazy is when you got to do produce. Lord have mercy, I ain't got time to be looking up the code for. Well, you so, know, yeah, a grapefruit. Yeah, I'm, I'm a like, veteran. Lord. You know, DD's health. We got to do that. You know, the vegetable boy. But I'm a veteran. I never. I always get them with the sticker. Or if you go to the section, they'll have four zero two eight. And so I kind of memorize. Yeah, I just ain't got time to do that. Cause you know, you put it in the bag, then you're trying to see through the bag. Sometimes the bag ain't transparent <laughs> enough. You gotta open up the bag, take it out. I'm like, I don't got time. Everything is a red apple. All right, let's go. <laughs> so. Yeah, so let's move on. Um, good question, though. I love those questions where we can kind of just get an insight into, you know, what the guys got going on. Um, Sean in North Carolina wants to know, E.T. does everything fast, but does he drive fast? <laughs> first of all, E's not allowed to drive. I think that's the first yeah, we took, thing yeah, we you took need to know. Is we banned E from driving. <laughs> Many moons ago, hey, when he tried to read, the, he, read is, uh, and he tried to read a book to me in the front seat of the car while driving. I was like, yeah, that's I, I was reading a scripture the other day in the car. My <laughs> wife was like, are you reading the scripture while you drive? I'm like, I memorized the scripture, boo. Well, I, I, I don't know if there's any. I know there's a law against texting and driving, but I'm not sure if there's a law against scripture yeah, right. and driving <laughs> yet. I don't know if that one's on the books, but no, we made East stop driving a long time ago. I, I literally probably have only rode in the car where E was driving, maybe twice, and that was enough to make me fearful for my life. And, I wish uh, my wife would be yeah, fearful we, for We went on a long road trip once. The first time we went on a road trip, it was just me and E, and we was in a Hyundai Sonata. And so E was like, um, you take the first leg, I take the second leg. I think we were driving to Pennsylvania or West Virginia or something. So we driving, right? And I drive the first leg a few hours, and then E gets in the car. And then I call myself dozing off a tad bit. <laughs> and every time I got ready to doze off, I heard the rumble strips like, <laughs> I was like, yo, what? And I, so a couple times I thought, oh, okay, maybe he just, and then I'm like, okay, E, what you doing? He's like, no, 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 I got you. I'm like, bro, you keep hitting the rumble strips. Is, is that what's keeping you awake? He was like, no, see, that's what they there for. They keep you in line. I was like, you know what? Pull over, bro. And I start driving. Uh, I drove the rest of the way there, the whole way back. And I don't think I've ridden in the car with E since. And um, yeah, because E sometimes, man, I don't know if it's distracted driving or he just got a lot on his mind. But uh, sometimes E can get out the way. E, remember? <laughs> hey, Carl, you remember that one time we was on campus and E got pulled over for running that stop sign? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but hey, y'all, C don't let nobody drive. Carl, I. Yes. Carl let, I, Carl let me drive, my wife let me drive, but I don't think I drive fast, see? And I was, I'm not as, she drives right, like if the speed limit says 70, see 74, so he don't speed. I speed a little bit, but I don't think I'm as bad as um, some of the other people, I'm gonna say Rondell on the team. I'm not gonna call no names. Oh no, Rondell, uh, oh, Rondell will get you to the airport. It's an hour drive for anybody else. Rondell had you there in 32 oh, 30 minutes. 32. I'm talking about I can get to the, to go through ch uh, checkpoint in 42 minutes. So, yeah, yeah. But see, don't let nobody drive. But I'm probably the most, no, I'm probably the most um, non-paying attention when I'm driving, especially if nobody's in the car. The lines, I'm all over the place, except for my wife in the car. 
she'll have a fit if I drive the way I normally drive. So, but yeah, she's right. I don't, I don't really drive fast, but I'm not your guy. You want a motivational presentation? I'm your guy. You're looking for a long distance driver? I'm not your guy for that. Yeah, but both of y'all scarred me though, cause cause Carl hit the Barbados. Oh, left I'm talking about and pro- early. And that's on probably why he. We were driving. That's probably why he let me drive because he did hit the Barbados left. So that's probably why he. Carl had a Barbados left. We got into an accident, so that, that freaked again. me out. So I never let Carl drive again. Do we have and to then do he that again. Stop signs. <laughs> hey, you know what was so funny though? We were on campus, but and he I didn't wasn't do nothing with wrong, him. Though. I think, <laughs> I think, I think Candace was with him. Actually, you might have been dropping Candace off at class. Yeah, I wasn't with him. But what happened was, he blew through a stop sign, and the dude pulled him over and gave him a ticket, whole nine, right? So he comes back to the office. He mad, like, man, cop gonna pull me over, and give me a ticket, talking about I ain't stopping the stop sign. I'm like, did you stop? He like, yeah, I stopped. So we, you know, we discussed it for a minute, but he decided he gonna fight the ticket. <laughs> so. <laughs> He goes to court to fight the ticket, and he like, yeah, I'm just telling you, I stopped. I don't know why you pulled me over. I stopped at the stop sign. So he leaves, like, the office to go fight the ticket. He come back, and um, I was like, E, what happened? He was like, yeah, man, we went in there. He's still talking about I ain't stopped at the hookup. So they pulled up the videotape. I'm like, oh, they have video of it? He's like, yeah, they have video. And I was like, oh, okay, so you should be off the hook, right? And he was like, not exactly. I was like, did you run through it? He was like, see, I didn't even remotely try to stop the stop sign. I promise. He blew right through you the talk, stop sign, got caught red-handed. Uh, talk- needless to say, he did not beat that ticket. But um, y'all can probably see why I drive That was a California stop if I have ever seen one Oh, before. I'm talking about a, a, a L.A. Oh, stop. Man. That wasn't even a California, that was straight LA. So, yeah, um, no, nah, man. So, yeah, I definitely got the driving do. Driving record. Oh, yeah, no. Nah, my, my driving record is flawless, knock on wood. I don't have any tickets, no moving violations, no parking tickets, nothing. So, um, I think I'm ahead on that. We're running down on the time. So, um, we'll do one more. Let's find a good one. All right. So, let's take one more question for Ask ET. Uh, Savannah in Mississippi wants to know. E.T., how was your daughter's prom? I saw the pictures on Instagram. She looked beautiful. How was? How did the prom go? Ah, ah. Well, first of all, let me say this, see. Wow. First of all, Jada went to ah, the yeah, yeah, floor. Yeah, have yeah. mercy. Yeah. All I keep thinking is about the picture with Vivica Fox from oh, the conference. Oh, man. What was that, 2000? And how Jada was six, just a little, yeah. I'm talking about baby. She's about like, six wow. or seven years yeah, old or something easy. like that. I'm not even seven. Maybe wow. five. Unbelievable, bro. Yeah, she might have been five years old. She was a little... Did you cry? We want to know, did you cry when your daughter went to prom? <laughs> this is what it sounds like when doves cry, see? <laughs> um, it was emotional, though. It was crazy, because, you know, I'm not thinking it was going to be emotional. Maybe it was so emotional because it was so different than my son. Like, we had to do absolutely nothing for Jalen. Like... Jalen got you know got dressed. Matter of fact, he was on Jalen almost was, was on he was punishment, on punishment. Didn't go to his prom. <laughs> right, yeah, Jalen right, almost. Boy, I tell you that boy. Boy, I tell you. But um, he ended up going the last like hour or two. Uh, some older lady sat me down and rebuked me and was like, "He will hate you for the rest of his life." Um, but so we didn't do anything for Boog. Like he wore a normal suit, you know, white suit. Bought him some. Um, Kobe's or whatever. It wasn't that big of a deal. We took a couple pictures. But Jada, man, we had been shopping for about eight months. The, uh, they, the, they messed up, you know, at the, um, the formal, you know, uh, dress wear, messed up her dress. You know, then they didn't order the right dress. I mean, bruh, it, I thought she was getting married. 
Uh, it, right, it was on that right. level, bruh. You know, and then she had to get multiple dresses because they had a senior Oscar night. Who does that? They had a senior Oscar night, and of course, she won best dress. So she had to have a dress for that and the then a dress bet. for this. Oh, and you know you got to come with it if you won best oh, dress. Man. Or if you up for the category, oh, you got to have man. your Olivia Pope. I mean, she bought Olivia. I mean, literal Olivia Pope. I'm sure Olivia Pope don't pay this much for her dresses. You know, so hey, <laughs> right, hey, right. shout out. Look, shout out to all my fathers, all my, you know, mothers, but all my fathers. Father's Day is coming up who are in a position when you're... Well, Father's Day, what is that? Yeah. I've never heard <laughs> of it. Right. We hey, we, you know we bringing it back, see, or at least we bringing it to some honor. But literally, I'm being real, y'all. I remember C used to say this all the time, like, don't be in a position. If you don't want your children to do certain things or have certain things, that's cool. But don't don't make it where when they need something, you didn't get it for them because you couldn't afford it. Mm. You know, so shout right, out to all right. my fathers out there, mothers out there that put their babies in a position where they could, you know, buy what they needed to buy. You know, and we're not talking about, you know, going overboard. My wife went overboard, but uh, I was so grateful, man, that we were able to be there for her in terms of time. We, I saw all the dresses. She tried them on. Dad, come look at the dress. I was at every one. I shot with them when they went, you know. And so it was just, man, the, the, oh, man, my church family showed up. We did it big. Carl let us do it at his crib because the weather, of course, in Michigan is, oh, man. You, I don't, oh, you can have four seasons in about three hours. And so, of course, it, Unpredictable, it rained, to say man. It rained. So we ended up doing it in Carl's living room. And, uh, man, we just had a blast. But... When she walked in, I had to just... Y'all did... Explain what y'all did in Carl's living room. Oh, you didn't have man. a prime there. You oh, had, yeah, we had man. a pre-prime had the paparazzi. party, man. It was... Yeah, the paparazzi oh, session. Oh, man, they had... Her mom had this, uh, the red carpet. The stanchions. Uh, the stanchions with, <laughs> oh, the, with the rope, the big uh, backdrop she built. She, bi she built the <laughs> backdrop with 2016. My kids can never say their mom didn't pour into them, man. Uh, they can't say that. But here's the thing that really blew my mind. When she got out in the dress and she walked in, I was like, yo, she grown. Because as a father with a daughter, you still want them to be the pigtail baby girls forever. When she walked in, bro, mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, let me just say this. Didi wasn't thick like that when she was a teenager. Didi, Didi was small right. when she was Lord younger. She had two kids and the, the hips spread out. Oh, I'm man. looking at my daughter like, no girl, wow. Man. Like, I'm looking at my girl like, you a woman now. Like, you not no, you not no little girl no more. You are a grown woman now you know and so um i am registered see i am registered uh i am registered see i uh, i do i do i do i am packing smith and weston i'm packing nazi and uh you know for all my young men yeah anybody listen to this know that that's a lot hey, 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 but flat out you are. hey see any young man that just want to try me as an inspirator motivator oh not yeah no, no right 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 yeah you thinking this positivity is a game yeah we got something for you for sure yeah no doubt nah man i i uh man seriously man it was um you know i wasn't there obviously but just saw the pictures and you know, man, just uh, like you said, grown woman, man, and it, it made me nervous. And my daughter not even here yet, uh, Carl Jesse. For sure. Jesse, for well, sure. Uh, man. Lord have mercy. It's, but it's coming down the pike, you Fast. know what I mean? I'm pretty sure E, there was a point in time where he never thought he would be at this moment. And, you know, lo and behold, here it is, man. So um, glad to hear that that went well, man. Y'all, um, Well, it didn't go well did financially, see, job. but it did go well. <laughs> 
the event. She had a oh, great def- time. It definitely ain't gonna go well financially. Hey, watch this though. Real see, quick, let me ask. Hold on, she blew my mind. Let me ask see, another quick question. She came home. She what? blew my mind. She came home at ten thirty, and I thought like, whoa, she's home ten thirty. Like this is a record. It's unbelievable. I said, boom, boom, what happened? She said, oh no, I'm just changing. We about to go to another event. <laughs> <laughs> See, I thought she was in the crib at 10.30. I'm like, man, I won the lottery. Right, no, 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 sir. That, round one, <laughs> yeah, round one, but you still got a couple more rounds to go. So yeah, no, man, shout out to Jada. Uh, real quick, just cause you brought it up, man. And you know, I asked the question, but, uh, and shout out to all the mothers. You know, we, we do this podcast at a weird time. So I guess it's late for sure now, but definitely want to make sure we shout out to all the mothers from Mother's Day. What did you guys do for uh, your mothers and wives on Mother's Day? Uh, we, we did simple, man. Like my mom is here, my mom and dad is here. So we just we just cooked at home and just spent the time like we were intentional about spending the time together. No TV, no nothing. Just mm-hmm. sat in each other's. Um, actually, my wife was trying to find as another a friend of ours that's, that's having a baby, Calvin and Crystal. They're about to have a baby boy. So we had, you know, some some I'm talking about we had so much stuff from Jordan, our first kid. You know, everybody gave us all kinds of stuff. And Trey was too doggone right, big. Right. Hey, Trey was too big from the get-go to wear any of the stuff we had. Oh, from the <laughs> But we had so much stuff. So we literally sat. I was downstairs at first. And I was like, yo, where everybody at? We were upstairs. So we sat in the room just, when I tell you just had good, just family fun, man. We sat and just went through all Jordan's old clothes. And I mean, that in itself was, you know, not the prom, but nostalgic in the sense that my man only three. But you can see, yo, he used to wear that shoe. Like my man used to wear that. So we just sat right. together as a family, man, and just had fun. Just everybody together. Um, you know, no issues at all. Just just fun, yeah. So just we kept it simple. Yeah, he probably went to Cheesecake Factory or something. Hey man, you know, I would have if it wasn't Mother's Day. It's the only way they know how to celebrate no, the no, time of is go to Cheesecake <laughs> Factory. <laughs> Y'all went last night, man. You know, absolutely. Which is why we didn't go Mother's Day. He, he, I, he called me after he left Cheesecake Factory. I said, what'd you eat? He said an egg sandwich. I'm like, oh, you, yeah. You big time. Now you're going to Cheesecake Factory to get an egg sandwich. <laughs> hey, but they had... To- That's next level. I said, E, I didn't even know they had egg sandwich at Cheesecake Factory, and it's past breakfast hours. How you get an egg sandwich at seven o'clock at night? <laughs> he talking about no, nah, see page seventeen. Yeah, you know, page 17. they got that long menu yeah, at Cheesecake yeah, Factory. He talking about page seventeen is an egg sandwich. Yeah, you know there. what I'm saying? Um, so, so what we did, you know, actually we celebrated Mother's Day uh, the day before because we did something uh, called painting with a twist. That was just for the ladies, and they had an opportunity to go in and do a real therapeutic, um, you know, type. Uh, event exercise where they yeah they, they they just painted you know different pictures or whatever and took them out to eat or whatever so we were going meet them at the cheesecake factory that morning and uh, my mother was like man it was like ten o'clock or so at night when she left my mother-in-law the same and so they were like look you guys spoiled us we had a great weekend we had a week before that we were all together for the weekend with the uh, prom and so my mom was like, look, you've done enough. My mother-in-law was like, you've done enough. I was like, is this a trick or have we really done enough? <laughs> and so we ended up getting up that morning, doing breakfast in bed for Didi. And then we had to do dinner for Didi. And then we had to do a dessert that night and make a dessert that night for Didi. <laughs> for Didi. You know what I'm saying? So we, 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 uh, we had to wash all the clothes. Be lucky to get a card yeah, yeah, on Father's yeah. Day. Oh, man. So she just kind of chilled out the whole day. And we had to clean up and just do everything. And she was like, this is my day. I'm not doing anything. So I think Monday turned into the same thing. So, no, no doubt. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. We going back to yeah. back. <laughs> back to back. It is the season. 
Yeah, no, we, um, man, I ain't gonna lie, man. I, I, I had, a, of course, the week before that was uh, the Beyonce weekend oh, where I did it big. Oh, yeah. So I was out of ideas. Come, come Mother's Day, I was burnt, I was tapped out. So, um, but no, we still got up, man, me and Trey cooked breakfast for Candace. And then, um, you know, my wife, new love languages, whatever, make her son happy. The yeah, new love languages, so, I love it. Yeah, we end up going to the zoo. Um, the Atlanta Zoo, the zoo was packed. The zoo was a zoo. Everybody had the same um, idea. We had a good time, man. We went to the zoo and uh, spent, you know, quite a few hours out there. Came back and just, like Carl said, relaxed and, you know, spent that time for the rest of the day and had a great time. So that was awesome, man. Um, that's it for uh, Ask ET. And I guess it's Ask ET, Carl and CJ. Now we all in the mix on it. But thank you for sending your questions in. Continue sending those questions in via Twitter using the hashtag AskET, or uh, use the email address, info at etinspires.com. Listen, man, we got the boot camp date set. Um, just before we get into ET's nugget of the day, we talked about it. Uh, it's going to be the 23rd and 24th of July. Man, so mark I'm so that on excited, your calendars. We'll begin slipping out the rest of the details. Tickets will be going on sale, sale very soon. It's a limited, limited, limited number. Um, a two-day boot camp, man, where you're going to spend the whole day with us learning and growing and building. Two days. So many things that we're, yeah, two full days, man. I'm excited about it. Like, we've never done never. this before. So this will be, you know, our first yeah. annual yeah. boot camp with ETA, and we're looking forward to um, making it a weekend to remember, man. We really want to go deep on some of these things that we talk about and um, be able to, you know, interact with you guys one-on-one. -on -one. It's going to be a great time. So July 23rd and 24th. I am saying that correct, right, Carl? I just want to make yes, sure sir. I'm on that, that date right. Okay, What good. day did he say, so Carl? We'll begin... Make sure you're doing it right, Carl. What date did he say? 23rd, 24th. 23rd and 24th, right? Okay, cool. So so you guys mark your calendars for that. Like I said, the tickets um, are not on sale just as of yet, but they will be. The event will be in uh, East Lansing, Michigan. So we're going to be on our home court. We're going to try to take y'all to the room where he actually did the guru story. We want to, you know, really retrace our steps, man, and help you go to that next level. And we got all kind of fun stuff planned. And um, it's going to be an enriching weekend, to say the least. Also, Carl, I don't know if you want to let the cat out of the bag, but, you know, and you don't have to give all the details, but for Breathe University just got a major upgrade. Let me upgrade you. Out of this world. So, hey, just Yeah, no, we upgraded. Carl, you can speak on it real quick of what we're doing at BU. Yeah, I won't say too much, but just know that, man, I'm telling you, everything we do, we're trying to get better. So, like, I'm talking about every single thing we do, guys. We're trying to get better. So, we've we've done some research, and we found, man, we got we got some partners now that are trying to help us take this day. Not trying. They help us. I'm talking about take BU to a whole nother level. So in, in a real, I'm talking about real soon, you're going to get an email just telling you, hey, next time you log in, nothing that you see now will look the same. I'm talking about everything is transformed. Mm. It's a whole, I mean, let me just put it this way. Measurement. We always talk about measurement. Your progress, you can measure it. Like it's a whole lot more that went into this one. Man, it's thought out. The whole brand, it's yeah, and it's sweet already. Oh man, I'm telling y'all, yep. and I'm looking. I looked at the first draft this week, so I'm telling y'all, I'm blown away by the first draft. So you, yeah, I just yeah. got the screenshot, and I was man. like, whoa. Yep. So listen, guys, we listen. Of all the stuff we do, man, like seriously, BU 
You need to be a part of that community. We got some great things going on, man. It's, the, the calls are unbelievable. The modules, the training that we do, the events that we have people out to. Our, for real, y'all, you, you think I'm playing. Our BU students come out to an event and they superstars. Like we, we take care of our people in the community. We look out for them, man. If you want to be a part of a community of people that's just grinding, going to the next level, sharing their experiences, everything from business to entrepreneurship to marriage, Check out breatheuniversity.com. Get in there, even if you're saying, yo, my funds is a little tight, whatever. We have That's why we did a $19 package. Get in at the $19 level, and then we're going to help you move up to whatever level you need to be at and take you to a whole nother level. So check us out at breatheuniversity.com. Without any further ado, because we got to run, we got work to do, ET, leave us the nugget of the day, and we can get out of here. Hey, y'all, pay attention to this. All right, so whatever you're doing, like you might be sitting down, stand up, right? You might be standing up, go walk around. I need you to get this, and I need this to register, right? This is important. So you know, just yesterday, they gave, officially gave my man Steph Curry the MVP trophy. Second year in a row, but this time it was a unanimous decision and i believe if i'm correct this is the first time this has ever happened in the history of individuals being nominated you know the mvp but listen to me this is the message man just a couple years ago we were talking about lebron james mvp just a couple years ago you know you hearing people like tim duncan right i mean just a couple years ago and i'm talking about guys boom in a matter of months, we, we, we were saying that LeBron James, you know, is the best player and they pro he probably going to, you know, get championship after championship after championship. And now we look up, they talking about Steph Curry and the Golden State Warriors. Listen to me very closely. Opportunity. You, I, I, urgency. Urgency. Like you might be the man yesterday, but if you're not careful, you might not be the man today. And so I'm saying for all of us, Michael Jordan is retired. For all of us, Muhammad Ali is retired. For all the greats, there is a window of opportunity for all the greats. And for all the greats that are great, that window one day shuts. And so you, you, you only have so much time. You only have so many opportunities. Listen to me, you, you, you better operate with a spirit, a spirit of urgency. Why? Because the greats even have a window. The greats even have a window. The greats don't get to be great for 50 years. The greats don't get 60 years to do it. The greats have a window of opportunity. And then guess what? Boom, the window shuts. And so today we're talking about Steph Curry. 10 years from now, I don't know who we're going to be talking about. We were talking about the Chicago Bulls. We were talking about the Miami Heat. We were talking about San Antonio Spurs. And the Spurs might, I don't know, 3-2, they might not even, everybody was saying they going to, they might still go. But it, it's not looking like we thought it was going to look. That window shuts on everybody. Do me a favor. Get all you can get while that window is open. It's your boy, E.T. Thanks for that nugget of the day, E.T. Listen, man, if you like what we're doing, go to iTunes. Leave us that review. We got to get back up into that top 10. We got to get to that number one spot. You guys can help us do that by leaving a review. Leave a review for, for, for Carl, for E.T., 
and the whole entire staff, man. We appreciate y'all. Thank y'all. We out. We'll see you next week. I want you to focus on here right now. Don't you worry about when you get home. You make this, you concentrate on this opportunity. You don't worry about tomorrow. You concentrate on this opportunity.